This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Are you ready to take your business to the next level? Every day there are countless books and articles that are published offering the key on how to make your business a success. It's easy to feel overwhelmed trying to keep up and run your business. That's why Deb Creer created the Business Power Hour. Keep up on the latest trends, best practices, and techniques for how to make your business a success. Let the Business Power Hour do the heavy work for you. Good morning, good morning. I am Deb Creer, and I am passionate about working with professionals to give them the tools that they need to make themselves and their businesses as successful as possible. And as you know, this is my favorite time of the year. We are talking LinkedIn and how we really can and should be using LinkedIn as a professional tool. And, and as I say, every program, every single professional should be on LinkedIn, should be optimizing their use of it. You know, no more, hey, when was the last time I updated my profile type of things? Um, you know, this is something that you really should be using. And today, we're going to be getting into the maybe the emotional aspects is the is the way to, to put this because this is so cool. I can't wait to really talk about this. So please join me in welcoming Susan K. Younger to our program today. Welcome, Susan. How are you doing today? I'm doing fabulous and thank you so much for having me here with you today. I really am excited to talk about this tool and how fun it is to work with LinkedIn. It is. And you know, the funny thing is we've known each other for several years and I never knew until I knew about your tool because I had of course used it. And so we're going to talk about that because it's so much fun and so enlightening. Um, but I never knew that you had a way to connect it with LinkedIn. And so this is so cool. So let me tell people a little bit about you and then we will dive in. So Susan K. Younger, Relationship Architect, has been working with BANK, and that's an acronym, B-A-N-K, methodology since 2015. She has combined her wide backgrounds and various roles as leader, manager, author, coach, and trainer to solve problems helping others effectively develop interpersonal communication skills important in both business and in life. The Codebreaker AI is a valuable tool, that's what we're going to be talking about, with the LinkedIn extension she has worked with since 2019. 
Susan started with a degree in architecture and worked with architects in Iowa before moving to Dallas to work with a retail design firm. For more than a decade, she was with the store planning she was the store planning director for Broadway Southwest in Arizona. Returning to Dallas in 1995, she worked with design firms, leading teams building and renovating department stores, including those little stores called Macy's and Bloomingdale's. The management of several diverse teams, while held to high expectations in various industries, has given Susan a depth of experience few business leaders acquire. She wrote a book, Simple Living, Simple Food, Life Lessons Learned, Dining with Family and Friends, which was published in 2013, and she has been a contributing author to five other books on leadership and life. So again, Susan, welcome. Thank you. Thank you. It's always funny to hear somebody read your you know, bio and you're like, oh yeah, I did all that. I did all that. I know it's, and, and especially the background part, because we kind of forget those things, but it's funny because when I was, you know, when I knew that you were trained as an architect, this makes perfect sense. Um, you know, because it is, it, it just flows right into that. But I always like talking to my guests to say, how the heck did you get to where you are today? So tell us a little bit how you discovered that at least for right now, this is your passion in life. So, you know, I was in those corporate meetings for years and hearing people argue and you're looking at them and going, your points of view are not that different. Right. You're just explaining it in ways that you mm-hmm. cannot hear the other person because their value or their point of view seems to be so foreign to you right. that you only are hearing it in your language. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yet I couldn't exactly explain to them how I could see right. that they were close together. Mm-hmm. Well, seven years ago, I heard Sherry Tree, the creator and founder of, of the bank methodology, mm-hmm. speak at a conference. Mm-hmm. And as she described the different points of view of these four personality mm-hmm. profiles, I'm like, oh my gosh, she's taken what's in my brain intuitively mm-hmm. and created a way to take this message back to corporations. Mm-hmm. Now, she did not start with the intent that it would be a business building tool in terms of those relationships, she saw it as a sales tool to increase the way you connected with somebody in a sales conversation to engage them in a yes by speaking to their mm-hmm. value. Right. I immediately saw the relationship side of this and was sure that this was going to be something I would work with the rest of my life mm-hmm. because it would help so many people break down the barriers between them in a conversation. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and it is something, and we've we've talked about this. It is so simple, okay. but it is so enlightening. You know, and and we've all done how many varieties of personality tests, right? You know, and right. and and I'm and I'm an extrovert. Ugh, big surprise, right? Um, you know, and and all of the various things that it, many times when we started a job. You know, they made us take those tests. I have no idea why, because they never, ever talk about it again. I'm not even sure that my supervisors were given the results. <laughs> you know, it was just kind of you know, one of those HR checkoff things, right? You know, you, you took the, the, the whatever's tests. And, you know, my, my thing with those tests was, especially when I was taking them for employment purposes, I always thought, hmm what do they want me to say? Or what is it better for me to say? 
Um, you know, works well in teams. Yeah, that's probably something that they really want me to say, whether I do or not. You know, all of those various things. And the the thing with the bank tool is it really, you know, as I said, simple, simple, easy peasy, easy peasy. I took it again today. Three minutes, maybe? I mean, you know, it's it's and 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 I got a, a very detailed report, which you know I, I have not read in, in detail. I kind of skimmed through it for the program. But it's so simple. But both times that I have taken it now, I've read the results and gone, yippers, that's me. And, and you know, there, it, it's a little, you know, there's some things where I'm thinking, well, it could be this or that. And, and I mean, that's, that's the way with all of these things. But let's really delve into it. So what is the bank code? Now, the bank code has four personalities, blueprint, action, nurturing and knowledge mm -hmm. and each one of them is based on a self-selected value base that she created in a reverse engineered method so we jokingly say it's exactly the same thing only totally different than all the others mm -hmm. because it's that four personality base that hippocrates created you know thousands and thousands of years ago mm -hmm. however she did not use psychology. She used what she calls biology, and that's spelled B-U-Y. Why you buy? Ah, why do you buy things? Mm -hmm. Right. Why do you buy things? Because she was looking at this as a selling tool. I immediately started calling it a buy-in mm. because when you talk about a conversation, it's you could truly call it a sales conversation, but mm -hmm. really you're engaging somebody and you want them to engage with you mm -hmm. when you're talking with them. Right. In a meeting, you want them to buy into an idea. Mm, if you're mm -hmm. talking about somebody doing a task on a job, you are asking them to buy into right. what they are going to do with right. you or mm -hmm. for you. Mm -hmm. So it's important to understand the values from which they make that decision. Mm -hmm. When you look at the blueprint, we talk about that being the person in the box, the mm -hmm. person who is always looking for the checklist. Mm -hmm. You know, they are, they are like... The rules are meant to be followed. Mm -hmm. right. These are the people who are looking for the tradition, stability, mm -hmm. structure. They mm -hmm. want the systems and the and the process to be defined. Mm -hmm. And in working in an architectural office, I was always confused when somebody who was really creative would turn to me and say, "Well, how do you want me to approach this? Give me my checklist." And right. I'm like, "On what do you need a checklist for?" Now, mm -hmm. my blueprint is my lowest code. Mm -hmm. People would have thought I would have been high in blueprint mm -hmm. because as an architectural right. designer. I mean, it, it, there's there's a lot of things that the rules absolutely have to be followed. <laughs> However, I didn't do them just to follow the rules. Mm -hmm. I did them for values based in another code. Ah. I'm going to kind of go through them sequentially, mm -hmm. the mm -hmm. blueprint. Now, action. Man, these are your movers, your shakers, your uh -huh. millionaire makers. These are the people that show up late and they go, the party's starting. I'm here. Da, 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 da. Right? <laughs> well, the blueprint showed up 30 minutes early. Mm -hmm. Right. Because, because they, they plan ahead. <laughs> they needed to plan ahead. They needed to make sure they knew how the seating was going to work. They needed to be secure and comfortable. Right. So this action person shows up and they're looking for freedom, flexibility. They want to know that it's going to be a win for them. Mm -hmm. Who else is here? How cool do I look? And I hope mm -hmm. you notice how cool. Mm -hmm. Right, right. Mm -hmm. are all about all those things that we call A-list. Mm -hmm. 
and A-list ends up working very well. That is colored a red card because, mm-hmm. you know, they're red hot. Right. They want the red carpet. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. <laughs> they, they might be <clears throat> red haired. Yes, <laughs> yes, my dear, since that is your first code. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And we both share the fact that Blueprint is our last code. Mm-hmm. We are not looking for that list to figure out what we're doing. We're just going to go for it. Right. Mm-hmm. Action is my second code. So mm-hmm. where others will say, well, gee, you just you just blew this off and went and did this. I'm like going, yeah, I need the fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it may not be my first code, but it's still very strong. for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My leading code is the nurturing. Mm-hmm. And that's your second code. So you and I have an easy time because we can bounce back and forth between right. those two codes mm-hmm. it makes conversation for us something we can as we say dance mm-hmm. around mm-hmm. Uh, because we don't stay in we don't stay in that box even as a blueprint you don't mm-hmm. stay in that box mm-hmm. the nurturing values are all about the connection these are the people right. who come at you arms open ready to hug you whether mm-hmm. you want to hug or not right. you're like okay you know, <laughs> i've got a friend who's blueprint and Nurturing is her last code, and she is backing up so fast from. <laughs> she's got her. She's got her bag in front of her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's really, really friendly because she's blueprint action. Mm-hmm. But she's like, don't get too close. I mm-hmm. haven't approved yet. Mm-hmm. You know, she hasn't. She hasn't vetted you off her list. Right. Mm-hmm. But to me, it's that authentic relationship. How do I build that personal connection? Mm-hmm. Nurturing are looking at you eye to eye. They want that deep conversation. They want to get involved in your team. They right. want to know who is your team. Mm-hmm. How are you playing with them? And they also want to know what are you contributing to the world? How mm-hmm. are you contributing? Is there a charity that you support? How do they create that harmony? Mm-hmm. How do they look at the the uh, harmony in the ethics even and the morality of what's right. going on? Mm-hmm. So we talk about those having that heart of gold. And mm-hmm. so the color is a very golden yellowy. Mm-hmm. Right. And like a sunflower, you know, mm-hmm. bright, bright and shiny. And then there's the knowledge and the knowledge card is green. Mm-hmm. Now we frequently say it's green with envy because these are frequently the smartest people in the room, mm-hmm. but that action person is up there standing up going, right. Hey, and, the, and the, the, the knowledge people are like, excuse me, I'm the one who put this together. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, they are standing to the back because they need to take in all the information in front of them. Mm-hmm. They are about learning, intellect. These are the people we say you do not sell to them because it takes forever. Right. Because they're going to analyze it to death. Yes. And you have lots of salespeople who say, I don't want to work with them because they're too hard. Mm-hmm. What they're ignoring is that sometimes these can be the easiest to sell to. Right. You say, Here's the information. Mm-hmm. Bet it yourself. Right. Mm-hmm. And I'll reach out to you. Mm-hmm. I don't need to spend a lot of time with mm-hmm. you because you will vet it yourself. If you mm-hmm. give them enough information for them to vet, they can make mm-hmm. a decision much mm-hmm. faster than most people think. Mm-hmm. They are about the research and development they do. They want to learn from experts. And in a networking environment, if you don't have somebody speaking at the front of the room that is considered a viable expert, mm-hmm. they don't want to go. Right. They want to be in a room with the smart people and mm-hmm. they want to have those really, it's, it's interesting in a group where you will have knowledge people seeming to hold off on the side mm-hmm. and then somebody brings up a really technical, high, deep mm-hmm. 
question and all of a sudden these people are just like all over this topic and the rest of the group is like what happened Mm -hmm. how'd they get ignited Mm -hmm. it's the knowledge it's Mm -hmm. that information it's that universal truth that right Mm -hmm. right so she literally literally let the people self-select and mm -hmm. tell them selves as a group what were their values and that's how she defined it Mm-hmm. You know, and, and for folks who are watching or listening, this is easy peasy, folks. You go to mybankcode.com and you can do this for free. There's no charge to find out what your bank code is. And that's what I love about this because, you know, it's, it's so much and you get the report. I mean, you know, there's, there's all sorts of good juicy stuff that you get with absolutely no charge. And you go through and, and, you know, as Susan said, it's the four cards um, and, and it's got the values on it and you just put them in order as to what's important to you. And then it goes from there, you know, and, and, and I find this so interesting because so I, again, I did this this morning. And so mine was a N K B. So action, nurture, knowledge, blueprint. And, you know, it's, and, and I, you know, it's, Susan and I were talking before the program, I go back and forth on action and nurturing as to which is is more important. And blueprint is funny because I do like to follow rules. I mean, there are times where it's like, no, this is the way it needs to be done. But usually that's because that's the easier way to do it. You know, I tell people, no, no, we got to do it that way. That's the rule. You know, I don't have to convince them. I don't have to do anything. I'm just like, no, this is the way it has to be done. (laughs) Right. So it's not that I'm, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's the easier path. Um, so, you know, you can get this information and, and, you know, it, it, what I love is that if then, if you at least have a glimmer of what someone else is, that starts showing you how to deal with them, both with your communications, all of those things. What's even better is if they actually take this test themselves. So talk to us about how, when you know someone else's bank code, or at least have a pretty good idea of what you think it is, why do we need to know that? You need to know that because most of the time your conversation is based on your values. Right. So when you're talking to somebody else, if you know their values, Mm -hmm. you can shape the conversation to engage them for a yes, because you are now talking to the things that are important to them instead of the viewpoint that's important to you. Mm -hmm. So when I talk to somebody who's in action, I need to have that high energy. I need to acknowledge who they are and the power that they bring with them. If I'm talking to a blueprint, I need to give them the security and structure to know that there is minimal risk in what we're getting involved in. Mm -hmm. That puts them at ease so that they know they can listen to what needs to be done and that it's going to be a low risk venture for them to get involved. Mm -hmm. So you talk to people in a way that engages the values they hold dear and they are much faster at accepting what you were looking for them to do to engage Mm -hmm. with. I love and it. when you look at messages that come in on LinkedIn, think of mm-hmm. the time somebody sends a message to you and you go, man, that just wasn't talking to me. Mm-hmm. Right. Or I don't even understand it. I don't understand mm-hmm. what they're asking me. Mm-hmm. Those are those are telling you they did not speak your code. Mm-hmm. You know? The neat thing about this that is different from other profiles is as a subscriber to the system, when the person cracks their code, like. If you just crack it at my bank code, it goes to corporate. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. However, I have a subscription and that uh, after the my bank code is a slash get mm-hmm. results. That means that I will then get notified that you cracked your code. Ah, mm-hmm. And it will tell me to go look for the sales report that says, this is the best way to talk to Deb. Mm-hmm. If you want to honor her and respect her values, mm-hmm. you will talk about those things that are exciting to an action. Mm-hmm. You will engage with the nurturing side that she's interested in but you will avoid the things in the blueprint Mm -hmm. that would be the things that she's like going, don't spend your time on that. That's going to bore me. Mm -hmm. And you will understand that if something is stressing you, you will bring in the keys points of knowledge. Like you and I, when we get stressed, Mm -hmm. we ask questions. We want to know more information than Mm -hmm. we would otherwise, because Mm -hmm. we are going to vet it if we don't trust it. Mm -hmm. action and nurturing both work from that intuitive kind of, I emotionally decide to do this and I don't need a lot of stuff behind it, but Mm -hmm. as knowledge is our stress code. Mm -hmm. If something doesn't ring true for us intuitively, we turn to questions. We turn to give me more information. You're not going to push me into a decision. Mm -hmm. And that, that stress code, some people will say, oh, that turns you off. No, frequently that's the one you pull forth when you're under stress Mm -hmm. and you become more that. So you start to listen to somebody's tone and how they are coming at you to figure out, oh, they're under stress. They're asking Mm -hmm. me more questions than they would normally. Mm -hmm. I need to back off from how I might have Mm -hmm. sat with them and talked about something in a very frivolous way and go deeper into the information they're looking Mm -hmm. for it then allows you to connect with them in a, in a way that is really honoring where they're at in that moment. Right. Right. And I love the fact that this is not, I'm putting you in a box and you are always there. Mm-hmm. This is the code you really dance with. And we will in a conversation say, Oh, I hear your blueprint coming out. What, mm-hmm. what more detail do you need? Mm-hmm. Here's, here's the pieces of that. I need to answer for you. Right. You know, and, and what I, you know, as a marketing person, we're always uh-huh. telling people, you have to communicate with folks how they want to get the message, you yeah. know, and, and, and then of course, you know, we put our own spin on it, mm-hmm. but you know, this makes it really simple. So, I mean, you know, the easy thing is think about who your target audience is yeah. and what kind of their overall traits might be. So you might yeah. not, you know, you, you, you can't speak to every single person on mass. I mean, you know, you have to figure out, okay, this like say architects, architects are going to be much higher on blueprint knowledge because they are factually oriented people. You know, they just, that's, that's what they, you know, they have to go by. You know, if you're dealing more with creative types, then you're probably going to to want more of the actoring and nurturing type of, of communications. And I, you know, we see that all the time where, you know, say you send an email to somebody and, and you, you get crickets or, or whatever. And it's because you didn't do it in their language, you know, in, in a lot of, I mean, you know, we've got that old saying, you know, you're speaking Greek. Sometimes that really is what's happening. Yeah. Yeah. And the beauty of this is you start to be able to put a little bit of everything in at times. Mm-hmm. So in a conversation, when you're speaking to a group, you know, you're going to have some of everybody. Right. But you may know that that group based on who they are is more one code than another. Mm-hmm. So you, you add more of those codes to it, but you mm-hmm. still, as we would say, 
drip enough of the other pieces in mm-hmm. to make everybody feel that they've been seen right. and heard. Right. And that makes a world of difference. Mm-hmm. And what I love about this is it doesn't become male or female. It, it really becomes across all countries, codes, mm-hmm. uh, genders. It's right. very much about your values. You can have a nurturing man and you can have a blueprint woman. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, these things, they take them on in their own way, mm-hmm. but it does help you to look at how are they approaching that conversation. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's it's helped relationships where all of a sudden they're going, oh, no wonder I've been having trouble mm-hmm. getting my husband, wife, or partner right. yeah. to do mm-hmm. do anything because I'm approaching it from where I'm at mm-hmm. and I'm not hearing them. Mm-hmm. And uh, conversations in teams are amazing because people start to go, oh, wait a minute. I've been saying that person's value isn't important because they don't look at it the way I do. Mm-hmm. And now I can see what they bring to the team. Mm-hmm. And if I would talk to them a little bit differently from their language, I will then engage them right. in a way that we do something mm-hmm. faster, get it done deeper. Mm-hmm. And we really get a result that serves our clients right. as well as our thousands mm-hmm. of team. Right. So, you know, and yeah. certainly with much less frustration. Um, much less. You know, it, it's funny. I was remembering a time when I was giving a presentation on how to use LinkedIn to a group who had been unemployed. And yeah. so, you know, I, I do my typical presentation with lots of stories, lots of anecdotes, lots of, you know, and, and the big thing was I kept saying we a lot. Now, turns out that the group was a, they, yes, they were unemployed, but they were all engineers. <laughs> and I had a heckler in the crowd. Never been heckled before or since, but I had a heckler in the crowd. And so the first thing that he heckled me about, well, and I mean, back row person, you know, got to love those people, right? So he's in the back row and he he says, why do you keep seeing we, you are not an engineer? And didn't miss a beat. I said, you're right. I'm terribly sorry. And my brain actually, you know, let me adapt to saying you pretty quickly. I mean, you know, it it figured that out. But, you know, then a a couple more times he heckled me and he said, you know, stop telling stories. You know, I want the facts. I want numbers. You know, all of those things. And, And it was funny because I could see the other people nodding. But, of course, they were annoyed at him. And. Ultimately, I asked him to leave because he was he was getting so disruptive that that I asked him to leave and the people applauded. So, you know, but but I right then I thought I have and I actually apologized to the group. I said, I am sorry. You know, I should have included more. And I said, and I can do that. I said, my slides might not quite match. I said, but I will start talking numbers and and things. Um, So that's where, like I said, just knowing kind of overall what I think the group might want it helps with with how you're trying to communicate with them. What's beautiful when we talk LinkedIn and the artificial intelligence that was mm-hmm. created in 2019, right? Is that all of a sudden with that you were no longer doing what we call speed coding to guess what somebody mm-hmm. is. You actually had the ability to run their profile right. through the the AI mm-hmm. and it would tell you to what code that was written. Mm-hmm. So if I got a message from somebody like I did in 2020 Mm -hmm. from a guy in India, Mm -hmm. now his message to me was short, sweet Mm -hmm. in LinkedIn. 
Mm-hmm. I ran his profile through the mm-hmm. AI. I ran his message through the AI. I pulled up the company he represents, did their web page through the AI, pulled up the, the people that were listed as the lead people in that company, ran all of them through the AI. Mm-hmm. Everything was knowledge-based company, mm-hmm. but there was something in his message that spoke action. Oh. And when I looked at the history of what he had done and where mm-hmm. he had been, I thought, I had a feeling this is the action sales guy mm-hmm. for a knowledge company. Mm-hmm. So my response to him played to that action mm-hmm. and what information did the company. Mm-hmm. We ended up with an hour and a half conversation. Oh, how fun. Because he felt seen for who he was, mm-hmm. as well as me recognizing mm-hmm. the type of business that he was representing. Mm-hmm. and where he needed to try and take. Right. Had I just, you know, quickly replied to the fact, oh, it's a knowledge company. I just need to give them blah, blah, blah. I, I know that I I would have lost him immediately Mm -hmm. because he was action, even though the company Mm -hmm. wasn't. Right. So let's, let's really delve into this. So that's the code breaker AI part of, of what we want to talk about. And there is a, a fee to this, you know, and 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 that might change over the course of time. So, you know, it, it could be different today than it is, you know, and, and so just, you know, folks, just check that out for yourself. It's very reasonable. You know, I looked at it and went, oh, okay. Um, so, you know, you were telling me this morning that you ran my LinkedIn profile through it. And so when I did my profile, again, I got A-N-K-B. So when you put my LinkedIn profile through Codebreaker, what did you find? Nurturing action, blueprint, knowledge. So mm-hmm. your first two flipped and your last two flipped. Right. And so, that's that's just fascinating to me as to why that would be. I think, as you said earlier, when you look at the action and nurture, you see them as being very close for you. Mm-hmm. When you're reaching out to people to let them know you want to help them, that's a nurturing activity. Right. And I tell people I'm a master connector. Yes, that sort of connection and master connector and really helping them to use the tools Mm -hmm. is that camaraderie piece of nurturing. Mm -hmm. So that's why your profile shows up as you're somebody who is there more in service to the community Mm -hmm. and about lauding your own abilities. Mm -hmm. But you still have a lot of action in it to say, but I'm the one who's going to get it done. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be a dilly dally action. Mm-hmm. But then you also have put enough structure into it so that they know in a situation of stress, you've created stability, structure, and low risk for them. Mm-hmm. They don't need a lot of knowledge information. They don't need the deep learning in your profile mm-hmm. to understand how you would be of service to them. Right. So it makes perfect sense to me that what you have done is written this to who you're looking to help mm-hmm. without getting far from who I want to be, exactly. you know, because that's the other thing is, is, you know, I don't care where we are online, in person, any of those things. What's critical is to be authentic to yourself, exactly. um, you know, and, and so by just flipping those, you know, the, the ones that I think are important, I mean, it's not like I, I did major changes and I had right. no idea. I mean, I, when, when you and I talked about this this morning, it was just like, holy cow, um, you know, and, and it made perfect sense because it, it did, it kept who I was, 
while yeah. while still reaching out in the way I wanted to to speak to who I want to talk to, um, exactly. you know, and and so that's I, I love this. I think this is just so cool. Yeah, and and the great thing about the AI tool and when you're working with it, it also has an opportunity for you to frame the message back mm-hmm. if you are speaking to their code. Mm-hmm. So when somebody sends me a message and I put it in the AI, mm-hmm. then there's a button that says, hey, push this button to see how your response is. Mm-hmm. You can drop your response in and then it'll decipher your ah. response. To so say, you might have been needing a, a blueprint response, but you got a nurturing, you wrote a nurturing one. Yes. And, and from your point of view, you're like, well, I thought I put a lot of detail in there that that mm-hmm. blueprint would be looking for. And mm-hmm. I thought I defined the low risk. No, you still wrote it with mm-hmm. the nurturing. I care about you more than I care about the details. Right. And they went. <laughs> <laughs> and, and let's be honest. I mean, we've seen that happen. Either somebody, you know, you've, you've crafted this great thing and, and they look at you like, so, <laughs> yeah, and you don't have online, you don't have that immediate response right. from somebody. Mm-hmm. So the beauty of this tool is it really helps you to start to, to hear how you sound in a way through the words. Mm-hmm. I also love the fact that the 12 values, the there's literally buttons on the side of this mm-hmm. that give you the, the tips and sale points. Mm-hmm. It gives you the expectations of how they will show up mm-hmm. and it takes those 12 words and gives you an expanded definition that we call the power scripting piece mm-hmm. of it. so we when we do trainings we literally will spend a week diving into the values the likes the dislikes all the different things that would show up if you don't have the tool in front of you so that you start to identify them on your own Right. But when you start to write with it, it's still amazing how you're like going, crap, I am far yeah, from miss that it. one. <laughs> mm-hmm. And other times, the more you use the, the AI tool, you start going, oh, I am starting to understand this. Mm-hmm. And I will literally have a Word document open on the side and I'll take a line at a time or a paragraph at mm-hmm. a time and drop it in mm-hmm. to see if it landed the way I wanted it mm-hmm. to. And how do I need to tweak the next paragraph? Because right. I may want all four codes in mm-hmm. this reply. Right. Mm-hmm. I just need it to still ring higher mm-hmm. to one of the codes than the right. other. Yeah, you might want to catch their attention with, say, the um the the knowledge. Then you're yes. going, you know, then you're you know, and 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 you're gonna end with action. And I'm not meaning that as call to action. Um you're 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 wanting them to to take that action. Yes. For themselves, whatever mm-hmm. that is, not necessarily coming to you, but how mm-hmm. do they address the question they right. present to you? Mm-hmm. And and it really does become this thing that we we will spend time devi- digging deep into a message at, at points because we're going, wow, how can I make this mm-hmm. a message that somebody really wants to read? Right. And it's it's a uh, it's been amazing to me how quickly you start to find that you don't want to open anything without the AI. Mm-hmm. And I've got clients who have said, I don't need all the other stuff, but I can't live without that AI tool mm-hmm. because between LinkedIn and the emails that they run through it, mm-hmm. it really helps them to understand the people they are connecting with right. in a way that they feel truly mm-hmm. honors them. Right. You know, so 
search companies that do search firm type work for information mm-hmm. or for staffing are going, this is a great tool for mm-hmm. me to connect with. Mm-hmm. And salespeople are saying this shortened my sales cycle. Mm-hmm. We've got a, uh, just two weeks ago, we did a conference for a chiropractor who, mm-hmm. when he first heard Sherry speak, he, he says, well, that's a neat idea, but I'm already closing at 80%. Oh. Oh, that's not bad. Mm -hmm. Why would I need that? And she goes, well, what's the other 20% worth to you? Yeah. And and maybe the other 20% are actually the higher ticket people. So, you know, he was like, okay, you got me. Because he was high action and she just threw action back at him. He signed up. Six Mm -hmm. months later, he called her and he says, all right, will you speak at my next conference? And Mm -hmm. she goes, well, tell me what happened. He Mm -hmm. says, you know... My closing rate went from 80% to 90%. Wow. He says, but the bigger deal was the time it took me to close a mm-hmm. client went from an hour and a half conversation to 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. Right. He says, so he yeah. actually could do three in the time that used to take him one. And that's that's the number that you know that the blueprint people like. And, and also the action person, because mm-hmm. I now have free time, right. whether I want to put it into business mm-hmm. or put it into extracurricular mm-hmm. fun, right. you know, the nurturing, I've helped more people, mm-hmm. the knowledge, these are the right. statistics mm-hmm. that I needed to know for this mm-hmm. to be valuable. Mm-hmm. Right. And when you can do that with other industries, you know, real estate, one of the guys that's a real estate agent has been uh, teaching other agents in his office. Mm-hmm. and their close rate went from 30% to 80% in the office as everybody started using mm-hmm. this tool. Right. Um, it, it's amazing how this tool helps people who thought they were good at something become extraordinary mm-hmm. and thought people who, who felt like they weren't connecting previously to feeling seen and heard mm-hmm. and understood by others. Right. You know, and, and as we were talking, I was thinking about LinkedIn again on on how, especially initial communications, when somebody connects. And and it's funny because several of us have this thing of, you know, the, where we, you know, the, the, you know, we get this, this ick that we think is ick, right? And, and so we, we've got a little online group and we're like, oh my God. And it's the people who jump from, hi, how are you? It's great to connect to, I want to sell you the best thing in the world. And to me, who wants to build that relationship, I see them as being incredibly spammy. They're thinking we need to provide you with knowledge and information. They could care less about the, you know, the, the, the relationship part. And yeah. And, and, you know, I immediately go, look, I'm not going to read it. I'm not even going to connect with him, especially if they sent that in their request to connect. Hey, we need to connect because I've got this great tool. And I'm like, nope. (laughs) And a big part of that is them understanding that they are losing customers and they they are doing that old standard. How many no's does it take to get to a yes? Spray and pray. Yes. Instead of understanding that sales is, a people game mm-hmm. more than it is a numbers game. Right. And the reason it's become a numbers game is because of that. Mm-hmm. You hit too many people mm-hmm. with the wrong message. So you're losing them. Right. 
Well, and not only that, we're going ew, ew, and, and telling other people ew, ew, right? <laughs> you you lose their referrals as well as the opportunity right. to do business with mm-hmm. them. I mean, there have been people I've connected with that I'm like, I'm not going to do business with no. you, but I love what you stand for. Mm-hmm. And I'll be happy to refer you. Mm-hmm. And people forget that sometimes that referral right. Mm-hmm. can be a way bigger, bigger deal. Yeah. I might not need to buy X, but I'm happy to tell my friends to do it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Or I'm happy to connect you with that business you didn't have any connection to, but you didn't realize I did. Right. right. Yeah. You know, and, and of course, the, the we're all salespeople, you know, and, and I love it. Anytime I have a person on my program who is trains people to be salespeople, you know, we always talk about the fact that we all go, I don't want to do sales. Right, every one of us, you know, and of course, if we are in business, we are in sales. <laughs> you know, we better sell our business. Um, and and we either, yeah, we either get caught in the cut and paste method, right, which is what a lot of these people have done, or the you know this is the way it works, or more importantly, in a lot of cases, it's this is what someone has told me I have to do, especially if you are an employee. They've given you the template. They have said, this is what you do. And, you know, and, and, and I don't care, you know, if you're, you know, a franchiser, we've, we've had a lot of those on the program, things like that. And yes, that information is great, but you again, need to put your own twist on it. I about said spin. And I think spin is a bad word. So we want to put a twist on it. You want to show your uniqueness. Mm -hmm. Right. You want to show them that you see their uniqueness. Mm -hmm. And I think that's, the difference in that a lot of people are like, I'm unique. Mm-hmm. I think you are all alike. Mm-hmm. Yeah, going, I'm, I'm the action, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> but, but I see it even with the blueprints who are like, mm-hmm. this is exactly what everybody needs. Mm-hmm. Right. Instead of being the understanding mm-hmm. that there are others out there that need it mm-hmm. from a different point of right. view. And again, the, the big thing about this is it saves time. And, you know, because rather than, okay, sending, say, you know, 30 requests to connect on LinkedIn, just randomly yada, 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 and putting whatever in there and maybe getting one or two, if you had truly focused that time on getting the right five, oh, yeah. then you're going to get those five as opposed to 28 rejections. Did I do my math right? I forgot what my original number was. 30. Yeah. So, yeah. And, and so you want, you know, spending the time to get the right five. And, and of course, that's the hard part because people always want to get as many as possible. But the many are not that, you know, that, that I'm, I'm always harping on the fact that it is quantity, not quality. So you want to, you want to get those right ones. And it might, initially take a little bit longer because you you have to research them. But again, you're researching them to be contacting them with the right message. So you've sped up that process ultimately in, in actually connecting with them and maybe doing business with them. Right. You start to see, we jokingly talk about, is your avatar, what's the bank code of your avatar? Right. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the gals the other day was saying she's nurturing in action. And she went back after she was introduced to this and ran the code of all of her past clients. She says, I never stopped to think about the fact that they were primarily knowledge Mm -hmm. and they needed the clarity and service that she provided. Right. 
and she says they came to me because they were referred to me mm-hmm. by somebody else who was now was not knowledge mm-hmm. but was nurturing mm-hmm. that could tell them I was a trusted resource mm-hmm. that but then they, they needed that expertise they needed her expertise mm-hmm. however she was writing messages to that action and nurture because that's who she was and that's who she mm-hmm. thought she was connecting with mm-hmm. and she says when I learned I needed to direct my message to a greater knowledge aspect Mm -hmm. it was was so much easier to find my right client right and and we don't stop to think about why did I succeed with Mm -hmm. this person what about them Mm -hmm. made them my ideal client Mm -hmm. right you know one of the things that we talked about before the program was when you run a bank when you run the AI on somebody and on their LinkedIn profile and it's way different than what yeah. they they think. Uh, many times that's because either someone else has written their profile and we do that service. So now see, this is really making me think, oh, we need to add a level to this, you know. Um, and and so they put in, you know, they put right. in again a lot of times the writer puts in what they think is important, may or may not be. Um, right. you know, or more importantly, it might be that it's a team, so a sales team who have you know, similar messaging because corporate has said, these are the things you need to talk about. And and, and you can have that messaging in there. You just phrase it differently because again, you got, you, you need to have your authentic personality still in there. Yes. And you want to have the authentic personality of who you're trying to connect with. Mm -hmm. So it, it needs to share in a way that represents both. Right. So that they still feel secure that you're going to show up mm-hmm. as who you are mm-hmm. and respect them for who they are mm-hmm. in a way that they don't feel like, wait a minute, that message made me think I was seen, but you in your day-to-day actions, mm-hmm. your day-to-day languaging aren't talking to me anymore. Mm-hmm. And and I'm not feeling seen and heard here. Right. Right. It's important to make it integral to you on so many different levels mm-hmm. that you can engage with those people in that. Right. And that's what's great about it, a tool that you mm-hmm. can use, you know. And uh, so many other profile exercises are a subscription of one. Mm-hmm. What our, I love about ours is it's a monthly subscription. And if you ran it a million times, you don't get charged. Right. So it's it's that one or a million it. or however many. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Use mm-hmm. it and use it widely right. to your success mm-hmm. at, at a, at a really reasonable rate. Right. So right. that's kind of the fun for me mm-hmm. with it. Yeah. And it's interesting as you and I've been talking about this, I was, you know, thinking we're kind of still, ta- because you and I are high action and nurturing. It's been a lot yeah. of our messaging and yeah. our knowledge and our blueprint people might've gone. And so I'm looking at your key points. And so here's one of the things that, that you provided to me. Forbes called Codebreaker AI the future of sales, and it accurately predict buying behavior in nanoseconds. So those of you who need knowledge and blueprint, Forbes thinks this is pretty cool. And I'm not getting a penny off of this. There's nothing that I'm getting from this. Um, but the other thing is, you know, the United Nations thought this was pretty cool. So tell us about that. So when they were creating the AI, because we, you know, as you know, we've had the tool of bank code for 20 years ago when mm-hmm. Sherry first created it. Mm-hmm. But when we were trying to develop the AI and develop the technical side, mm-hmm. 
she was invited to speak at the UN's uh, UN's AI for Good conference mm-hmm. in May of 2019. Mm-hmm. And at that point, the tool wasn't openly out to the world. Mm-hmm. Forbes had written the article in March. This was now in in May, and she was there with one of the the technicians who actually used to work for IBM and on the creation of Watson, the computer. Mm-hmm. Right, who was mm-hmm. a technical advisor to us. So we've had mm-hmm. some pretty amazing. Yeah, some, yeah. If you need knowledge and blueprint, they're there. <laughs> they're there. And uh, anyway, they were they were going up with the phone and interviewing somebody on a conversation, handing them the four cards, and mm-hmm. you know the four cards they hand them, and the guy sort, sorts his four cards mm-hmm. and says, "This is what my code is." While he spoke, they recorded his presentation, mm-hmm. and sure enough, the AI was matching his code to what he picked mm-hmm. as his cards. Mm-hmm. And they really wanted to see that this was an AI that had the emotional intelligence mm-hmm. to respect others. It wasn't just looking for data about how much money or any of those things. It was really looking at the emotional connection. Mm-hmm the empathy involved. Mm-hmm. And what I love is it's continuing to learn and expand. Right. So when it first came out, it could only match the first code. Now it's up to matching the first and second code. Mm-hmm. Um, it's continuing to expand and learn mm-hmm. uh, as well. And it's great to have something that is AI for good, not just AI for the sake of how fast and mm-hmm. how much mm-hmm. we make this happen. Right. We really are about a community that makes people matter mm-hmm. and one world, one language by mm-hmm. engaging with them in who they are. Mm-hmm. The The code crack on site when you go to the uh, code crack is in 30 languages already. Wow. We're in 100 countries. Mm-hmm. The reports come out in six languages. Mm-hmm. So there are six different languages that somebody can download their sales report or anything. Mm-hmm. And what's fun is when somebody overseas that doesn't speak English cracks their code, the report I get and the message I get does not come in my language. It comes mm-hmm. in there, ah. which tells me I then need to translate it into mm-hmm. English. But mm-hmm. I love the fact that it shows up with respect for who they are right? Mm-hmm. and ask me to change it to mm-hmm. English for myself mm-hmm. instead of showing up in English for me and asking them to mm-hmm. translate. Right. Yeah. That, that makes me curious. It, from a cultural aspect, yes. are there, you know, it, it, you know, is, is everybody everywhere just kind of across the board or are there certain cultures that tend to have more dominant traits? Yes, absolutely. Cultures do have more dominant traits and you find that in, uh, we also will track, if you look, it'll sometimes say, what country are you from? Right. Uh, We've cracked over a quarter of a million codes internationally, mm-hmm. and uh, we are trying to decipher, you know, does a country have a code? You mm-hmm. find German and Netherlands, Japan tend to be a little more blueprint. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I recognized it because when I first was introduced to bank, I was working for an architectural firm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was doing consulting work with them, so I was getting to deal with all the young architects and designers mm-hmm. and that was fun to be able to look at them and say oh if I change my languaging I can get them to understand why I'm asking them to do a task mm-hmm. they don't like 
But what I found was the company that acquired this architectural firm had a very blueprint structure, mm-hmm. infrastructure things. They would start a meeting by going, the fire exits are here. <laughs> they were the airplane people. And the architects, because they were doing design things for like Neiman's and high-end department mm-hmm. stores, were very much into the, we just want it beautiful and we don't care what it costs. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and they're looking around like, what the heck does that have to do with our meeting? Mm-hmm. You know, you could just see that these two were going to be butting heads as companies because they weren't speaking the same language to begin with. And it was interesting to see how that came out in different memos about stuff at times that you you could see companies were different. And uh, yeah, so a lot of the Germans are a much more blueprint uh, structure too. So you do start to see it in different ways. Yeah. I love it. and, And it really does help you to know yourself better. Yeah, yeah, so I was I was reading through my report and and it's you know one of the things that tells me you like it when people. And so, you know, for me, it says you like it when and and now some of these I do find a little humorous, but then when I think about it, I'm like, yeah. So you like it when people so Deb, you like it when people know celebrities, business executives, and other high net worth individuals. Well, I like to my target audience are C suite uh individuals. Yeah. Okay. So I might not want to know Kim Kardashian. I don't want to know Kim Kardashian, but you know, I, I might want to know the CEO of a company that's worked with her. Um, I like it when people wear or carry high end fashion accessories. Not sure about that. Cause I really don't know what high end fashion accessories are, but you know, I, now I do, you know, if I look at a gentleman in a nice suit, you know, or, you know, a woman with pretty jewelry. So that might be that in there. Yeah. Um, drive a luxury vehicle. I, you know, I, I guess I like a, you know, a, a, a Mercedes better than a Toyota. Okay. You know, um, and I'm, I'm only reading some of these greet you with enthusiasm. Okay. I like that. Um, I might not want to be embraced, especially right now in a big bear hug, but, but yeah. Um, convey a sense of urgency. You know, let's get to it. Come on. Let's, let's do it. Um, and introduce now here's a biggie. I like it when people introduce me to others within their network. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> right? That's. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and I don't like it when people have low energy and are not engaging. I get bored. I'm like, eh, whatever, whatever. And, and I mean, there's tons of reasons why they're like that. Um, but I'm like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Uh, or more importantly, Fail to capture my attention. Okay, I am the person that goes squirrel. <laughs> you know, so you need to do something to catch my attention. But I'm the, I'm going through these because I'm also thinking it's not that I want to avoid those things, and and sometimes you do. But I'm I'm also thinking okay, I need to remember that because of that, it's my thing and not theirs. And so how how do I need to adjust to that? Yeah. I'm going to read you the, I've got your sales report open. Okay. And what it tells me is your business mindset. Mm -hmm. If they're making a difference, there's no shame in running a high profile competitive business. Mm -hmm. They are typically leaders with a heart-based mission and an insatiable drive to make millions. Notice there's that 
heart-based and mm-hmm. still money-making. Right. And, and, and there's nothing wrong with that. Absolutely. There's mm-hmm. no judgment in any of this. Mm-hmm. This is, this is strictly mm-hmm. the fact on, this is frequently what you would see in somebody mm-hmm. who is action followed by nurturing. They serve others by offering support and they are self-motivated to lead everyone to success. Mm-hmm. That is exactly what you do. You mm-hmm. lead them to success. Yep. If there's an opportunity to have fun while contributing to a worthy cause. Oh, yeah. Will, I'm there. Mm-hmm. Get involved and get excited. Mm-hmm. So Those sort of things tell me how to make sure I am embracing you mm-hmm in activities that mm-hmm. would be fun and exciting, mm-hmm. but still have a bottom line impact. Right, right. Oh my gosh, Susan, we've only got five minutes left and, and we truly have just scratched the surface on this. And, and so I can't wait to, to talk about this again. I think it would be really fun if, you know, if people listening would do their bank code and let us know, because I think we could have a great discussion on that, um, you know, to, to really be able to talk about it. But it is, it's so critical in your communications with people to know what you are and what they are in a pretty simple way. Um, yeah. So tell people a little bit more about how they find you and the services that you provide. So uh, you can connect with me at LinkedIn. It's Susan K. Younger. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you want to crack your code, it's the my bank code backslash forward slash. I can never remember which exact slash, one. I just say slash. Mm-hmm. Get results as one word. And mm-hmm. when you do that, then it comes to me so that I can specifically mm-hmm. make sure that I've got your report. Otherwise, okay. it goes into a big corporate funnel and it's not as it, it doesn't mm-hmm. give me the opportunity right. mm-hmm. to reach back out to you and say, mm-hmm. hey, let's talk about any questions right. you've got. And that's um, that's the link also if I go to your website, it takes me to that specific bank code page. Absolutely. SKYounger.com and I will tell you my website is probably the least updated of anything I have. Um, <laughs> because because it's it's you're that nurturing action and your website's further down the list. Yes. And and it's also the sort of thing that I'm either on Zooms and people get my contact. I mean, if you want, they can text me. Mm-hmm. I do 214-677-7109. Send me a thing and say, hey, give me an actual link on my phone so I can go do it from my phone. Right. Because they can do it from their phone. Oh, yeah. I mean, you really are just picking between four cards. And so it's not a lot of reading. Um, you know, and in fact, let me let me just read one here real quick. So since I'm action, so my values, and I have to push up my glasses here to be able to read these. I I, I do the same. I know, <laughs> you know, this getting older thing. <laughs> okay, so the, the values for an action person are freedom, flexibility, spontaneity, action, opportunity, excitement, attention, stimulation, competition, winning, fun, and image. And anybody who knows me just went, mm-hmm. <laughs> now, maybe not image, but there's still a certain way that I look and, you know, and and and, and it, it's also my online presence, too. Things right. like that. Yes. So. And the nurturing side, you know, for me, it's that relationship, mm-hmm. authenticity, personal mm-hmm. growth, significance, teamwork, involvement, community, charity, ethics, harmony, morality, and contribution. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm a, I'm a little bit more wanting the spotlight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'll take the spotlight if I've had a great relationship, mm-hmm. you know, 
but I'm not the one who's going to push somebody out of the way to be, be the right. star. Mm-hmm. But I'm, but what it calls me on the action is flexibility, spontaneity, and fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Oh yeah. You know, and, and, and things, but I am, I have never been somebody who wants to wear the designer label. Right. I would rather have it mm-hmm. be fabulously fit mm-hmm. and shine the light on me instead of somebody else's right. logo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I've been known to cut logos off. Um, yeah. you know, and, and, and blueprint for, I blueprint was, was bottom for both of us. Right. Yes. And so blueprint is stability, structure, systems, planning, processes, predictability, responsibility, duty, rules, credentials, titles, and tradition. Yes. And let's be honest. We need those people. <laughs> We're not in any way saying that that's a bad thing. And I got nothing against any of these. I like all of these. They just aren't what drives me. Right. I create stability when I make mm-hmm. the, com- the company I keep mm-hmm. comfortable. Right. I create structure mm-hmm. to support them. Mm-hmm. I do these things in order to serve the others. Mm-hmm. Not I do these things for the, you know, right. it's not mm-hmm. what makes me the mm-hmm. happiest. But I have always taken care of these things. But I was always that person who, when others were like, oh, I can just hardly wait until I can have VP or, you know, mm-hmm. some some big fancy credential mm-hmm. title. Right. And I'm like, I don't want the title. Yeah. Give me the money and let mm-hmm. me do the I know. People are always yeah. asking, you know, like in forms where it says title, I'm like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it, it won't let me leave it blank. Um, you know, and, and, and I think for folks who are, you know, building teams, I think it's really important that you make sure that you've got a good mix of these yeah. because your blueprint and your knowledge, your, your blueprint people are going to keep you on track. Your knowledge people are going to bring in the information that you need to do the tasks. I mean, you know, your, yeah. your action and your nurturing people are, are you know, going to, to, to think about, okay, who are we doing this for? And, and so I, that's, you know, when you're building your teams, that's very important. And what's great about the knowledge people is they will see the mm-hmm. hole in the middle that you missed. They will know the stuff that you left out. So right. they're the learning, the intelligence, logic, self-mastery, mm-hmm. technology, research and development, science, mm-hmm. universal truths, expertise, competency, accuracy, and that big picture. Mm-hmm. Right. So these are the ones when everybody else is like going, I got this idea. They've already like laid out a plan mm-hmm. of action of all sorts right. of things to be done. And you're going, how the Right. I'm I'm lost in the weeds, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Well, oh my gosh, Susan, this really has been absolutely delightful. But do you have any final thoughts you want to leave everyone with? I I just, you know, I just w- want to know that people are really connecting with people in a way that allows them to be the real them, mm-hmm. be yourself, be authentically who you are while still honoring who the person is in front of you. Mm-hmm. That is really what drew me to this. This is such a simple tool. And, you know, as, as you read in, in my bio, the book I wrote long before I was introduced is, is Simple Living. I've mm-hmm. always been about, it doesn't have to be complicated. It needs to be simple mm-hmm. in how we do things. That doesn't mean it's always easy. Right. You know, but if you do it simply, and honestly, with people, you can really, really get a lot more out of life. And it doesn't have to be a hard process to get there. I love it. Well, I can't wait till you have until we have you on again, because this is, is such a fun conversation. So we will definitely do that. 
But until then, I'm Deb Creer. I've been having a delightful discussion with Susan K. Younger. And until next time, everyone have a great day. Tune in for our next program for even more trends, best practices, and techniques for how to make your business a success. The Business Power Hour, hosted by Deb Creer, is proud to be part of the C-Suite Network. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.